all the clouds. All right, so we're recording. Oh, wow, the Cthulhu helmet is uh, there. There you go. All right, big props to Ms. Berlin over there. <clears throat> all right, so um, we're, we've all gathered together here at the end of the year uh, to enjoy one another's company. So, um, whoa. Are we recording? Well, yeah, we're recording now. That's what uh, the little red light means. Yeah. Oh, recording. Yeah. So we're going to do the Brady Bunch style. I'm at top middle. So uh, this is Brian from Breaking Down Security. Uh, <laughs> 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 the Cthulhu thing is killing me. The Cthulhu thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. It's awesome, though. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, start in uh, with, with John. Uh, please introduce yourself. Oh, hey, hello. Uh, so I'm John Svazik from uh, Purple Squad Security. Okay. And Nate? Nate. That's me. Uh, I'm Nate from the Iron Sysadmin podcast. Okay. And uh, middle, middle, we have um, Danny. What's up? Uh, Danny from uh, Rally Security. And all of my views and opinions are exactly that of everybody on my podcast. So. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, I speak for all of them all the time. Yes. Excellent. Since none of them showed up. All right. <laughs> uh, of course, um, uh, Ms. Malief. Uh, I'm Tracy Mayleaf. <laughs> I'm oh. also. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. How the, how the hell did you get my last name right? You couldn't get Tracy's. Like, <laughs> uh, I wrote yours on my hand. It says S. Zazic. <laughs> <laughs> I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, Miss Tracy. I'm that's, that's fine. Um, yes, I am the InfoSec Sherpa, and I am between podcasts at the moment. Uh, oh, okay. So you're you're looking for the right fit on your your podcastery. Yeah, I told my husband I want him to learn how to do the uh, you know the heavy lifting parts so that I can just sit and talk. So we'll see. Well, that's a goal for 2018 to get a, a podcast up and going. Very nice. Okay. Uh, uh, middle uh, left for me, Ms. Berlin. Oh, hey, it's Amanda from Breaking Down or Berlining Down Security. <laughs> All right. And, and last but not least, Joe, please. Ich bin ein Berliner Down Security. <laughs> tear down that wall. Um, I'm uh, Joe Gray from the Advanced Persistent Security Podcast, and I promise the show is going to come back. Uh, it's going to get edited, and it will come back. I promise. It, is this going to be like the Duke Nukem Forever of podcasts or, <laughs> or the Half-Life 3 of podcasts? Um, I'm not sure. Hey, okay. Duke was finally released, okay? Uh, well, it only I, took, what, 14 years or something? Yeah, and Half-Life 3 <laughs> is going on about 13 oh, years. Oh, oh. So. I, I, I see what you mean now. I, I, don't, I don't game, so... Um, for me, I guess it would be, is this going to be another Tool album? Oh, oh. Or, or Chinese Democracy, GNR. For, <laughs> yeah. oh. Chinese Democracy. Uh, but yours, yours, unlike Chinese Democracy, will not suck. I always enjoy listening to your show. So, um, so we had this last year. It seems to be a mixed bag every year, which is great because we have a number of different people, different podcasts on. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's really nice to, to have everybody come together and, and discuss. So, um, uh, the only thing that I think we mentioned before we started recording, uh, Miss, Miss Tracy, I'm going to just say Miss Tracy, apologize. Uh, Miss Tracy wanted to do hits or misses for the year. Uh, you know, what was a, a positive or a negative for everybody, uh, on, on their respective shows or professionally. 
So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cede control of the microphone to Miss Tracy and let her start. Well, I have I would say I have two big positives for the year. So first of all, I got a job in Infosec. It's <laughs> about time. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, I successfully made the transition from librarian into. Uh, cyber analyst so I started in July and I'm thrilled and I love it and it's just everything that I wanted so I'm very happy and the uh, last week I passed the GSEC. Yay! Very nice. Congrats. Thank you. So yeah I have a lot of uh, positives this year and really no negatives so I'm pretty psyched. Good good. Very cool. Uh, I don't know who who else wants to go. Ladies first Ms. Berlin how about you? So things this year for me? Yeah, hits or misses? Oh, gosh. Uh, so the book was a complete and total flop. Nobody bought that. <laughs> it's sorry. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. So. No, the book's going really well. Um, uh, I've That's been out since April. And you, mean, you mean this book? That's that little, book. That's literally like right next to me. Yes. Like, yeah, on my desk. Yes. It, uh, no, I... I, I was going to run out and get a copy of the book just to hold it up on the podcast tonight. <laughs> and I just didn't get around to it. <laughs> I, bought the, I bought the ebook, so I, I don't have I had my first you can hold it digital. Yes, in New Zealand. And no, no. That, uh, my first <laughs> oh, keynote was oh, in Nashville. Nashville, right, right. Oh, uh, which got me the talking spot in New Zealand. Oh, wow, uh, so that was another thing. And what else should I say? Uh, I got a new job because of the book. And um, I've been on the podcast. I've been on Breaking on Security for a whole year. Yay. Yay. That's one of my losses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Damn. We're interviewing for a new position. Uh, I wonder if Miss Tracy's available. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh can i uh, amanda just remind me of something can i jump in with one more positive sorry i had three i thought i had three uh so yes i actually i have been asked to be a keynote speaker uh in south africa what? So, i read i read about that that's awesome, awesome. yeah yeah cool. so it's it's uh it's, uh june so it'll be their winter time but their winter's like 50 degrees so it's not a big oh, deal yeah. but uh yeah it's going to be a uh, librarian and just like online, um, in, like information professional audience, and I'll be doing introduction to infosec topics and things like that. Very and nice. I'm super excited about that. So I had three great things happen this year. Fantastic! All right. Very cool. Eeny, um, meeny, miny, Joe. Um. Yeah, this was a really busy year for me. I went to my first DEF CON, spoke at the Recon Village, B-Sides Vegas, keynoted Hacker Halted, uh, was just on Security Weekly last week. That must be uh, nice. uh, it, was, it was really fun. Um, spoke at a lot of other conferences, uh, had a successful year at work, and uh, won the uh, DerbyCon Social Engineering Capture the Flag. Yeah, that's, that's no mean feat, I'd imagine. Yeah. So um, Vegas is up next. So I've already set my sights. Oh, really? How do you train for something like that? It's not like a marathon. Uh, I get to do a little bit of that stuff for work, but not a whole lot. So 
honestly, I just take the flag list and run it against random companies and see what I can find. Oh, okay. Because it's purely non-intrusive. I'm not weaponizing it. So I just see what I can find and then 86 it when I'm done. Oh, very cool. Okay. Um, uh, Nate. Me. Uh, I feel like I'm on my, my yearly review and I have to think about everything that happened all year and try to recite all the highs and lows. Think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, unlike the rest of you, I, I'm a senior sysadmin, not in InfoSec. So it's really uh, my, my day-to-day work is a little more boring, I think. Um, oh, nothing caught fire this year. Oh. <laughs> we've had good uptime uh, from a sh- from a, a show perspective. Uh, we finally had our first real guest on the show just two weeks ago. We had Dave Kennedy on. That oh, was a fun time. On. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. So that was fun. Um, our show is only like a year and a couple weeks old. So, you know, coming along. Very cool. So um, I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to your show. What, uh, what, what do you, uh, what, what do you talk about a lot? I mean, you it's are okay. Sick. I don't, I don't think I've listened to yours either. So. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. That's okay. That's okay. I don't, so many it's hard to keep up. You know? Yeah, no. So, so iron sis had been um, like about a year and a half ago, I was looking for systems style podcasts to complement all the infosec podcasts that are out there. Sure. I didn't see a whole lot of them. So uh, me and Jason, that's Xenophage, who couldn't make it tonight. Uh, we decided to start our own podcast. We're both we're both sysadmins with like a security bent. If you know what that? Uh, mm-hmm. We're sort of dual purpose, if you know what I mean. I, I work okay. on a small team. We don't have a security team. So, oh, wow. you know, that's sort of the focus of the show. We, we talk about some news. Usually it's a little bit of security, a little bit of technology. And we usually take a, pick up some kind of a main topic. Like we've been talking about a, a lot of Docker lately. Uh, with Dave, we talked about um, sort of operations and systems blending. You know, it was pretty good, pretty good discussion. Okay. So, yeah, that's sort of Iron System in, in a nutshell. Very nice. Okay. Um, Mr. John Svazic. No, yes, sir. Uh, let's see. What's, what's new and exciting about this year? What was a win? Uh, I showed up for every episode of my podcast. <laughs> so that's, that's good. Uh, no, actually the podcast, uh, so hit and a miss, uh, the hit is I started the podcast this year. Uh, the miss was I started and stopped another podcast this year. Uh, so I used to run the head in the cloud podcast. Uh, and then about, I would say 12 episodes in, I realized, oh shit, I am. Yeah. We're doing a, we're doing mature rating on this one. Uh, just because, okay. but, uh, no, I realized I was pigeonholing myself. I was like, okay, let's let's shoehorn everything into the cloud because that's going to be really great, <laughs> great audio. And I realized, oh, damn it, this isn't going to work. And I uh, cut my losses early and then I uh, decided to spin up uh, Purple Squad instead. Okay. So, yeah, a little, little bent of uh, red and blue. So I call that a hit. Okay. Oh, Danny. Holy God, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> You've been on a ride this year, haven't you, Danny? God, man. Um, I, like, I'm sitting here like listening to you know, people speaking in South Africa and winning, winning contests, and I'm like, I haven't done anything. And then I think about it. Um, so this year we started. Nate actually is uh, on my board of directors, as I call it, for uh, DEF CON 610. Wow. You're getting fancy, that. man. Uh, <laughs> board, yeah, of we, board of directors. 
directors. You, it's 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 uh, it's him, Heath Hacker, and uh, Xenophage are my my board. We started as Lehigh Valley Infosec uh, a year ago. I modeled it after uh, Nolasec, um, that is run by uh, uh, Biko and Joe and uh, Andrew Case uh, down in New Orleans, where I gave him one of my first ever talks. And uh, we decided let's have it in the bar. Let's have some talks. Let's do some projects. And um, it got a lot better over the past year. And just this, our first official DEFCON, uh, or first official meeting as a, a DEFCON group was this past one uh, in December. So that was the thing. Uh, RallySec uh, has just gotten better and better. We've added... Uh, I think Oscar was mad this year. Or was he? I can't even remember. But also uh, welcomed Ms. Bat into our fold, so she is now a a uh, a, a full member of the podcast. So we have her. Um, a lot of great guests. We've had like our guests have just been through the roof. Uh, Jack Daniel, Dave Kennedy, uh, 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 Mauer, Jake, uh, uh, Pyrotech, um, just everybody coming on and having a great time. Like it's been really awesome. Um, and let's see what else, what else, uh, dumped the job that was causing a lot of my depression. Uh, hence why I started my, um, at InfoSanity org, uh, last year, um, or this, you know, this year, and that's geared towards helping hackers, helping hackers with mental health challenges. So we have InfoSanity org, the Twitter, the Slack room, um, Dumped the job that was causing a lot of my own issues and happy to say that about four weeks ago, I started as a security evangelist with Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Right. Squirrel. Holler. I, I just, um, but uh, yeah, so starting Squirrel and um, uh, spoke at B-Sides Philly for the second year in a row and had to dump out on Circle City, but I resubmitted for this year because my kid got sick. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else. Oh, and we bought our first house, which is where I am uh, podcasting from right now. So this nice. is the first official time I'm ever podcasting from the new digs. So uh, very nice. Yeah, there's there's been a few things. Um, I'm not gonna take up all the rest of the time with all my shit. Okay. <laughs> I need to come back up for a, a new and improved meeting. I went to it. I went to like your third meeting when it was Lehigh Valley Hackers. I wouldn't say impro- hmm. improved is a strong word. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, really, a bunch of us, a bunch of us, just get together and drink and talk about computers. Uh, but we're also super family friendly too. Uh, so yes, I'm sure, I'm sure some of, of you are aware of uh, um, um, at Bia Scilab. You guys know Bia, the the cool ten year old who. Uh, oh yeah. Who does yeah, like encryption so. stuff and <laughs> oh, she is she, she was in the um uh hacker family. No, um the thing at DEF CON. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she is uh she is DEF CON six one oh through and through. She she's she's been there for over half of the year that we've been there, uh with her dad uh at Eve Hacker. So um she comes from us. So she's she awesome. just celebrated her birthday at our last meetup. Yeah, she, did. <laughs> she brought cupcakes. Perfect cupcakes, if I if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I think that was for us. They they had like super sugary sweet things for the kids. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, and we got a whole bunch of stuff planned too, man. We got a uh, bar crawl CTF coming up in the spring. Uh, we really got to build that thing, man. We're, yeah, we actually have to actually <laughs> do things about oh it. Oh my god, um, that sounds awesome. 
yeah, so we got a whole bunch of stuff planned, man. And uh, I just I spent this whole past year just really in the community and really like just having a great time. It's actually y'all were the ones that saved me from a uh, just a depression of shitty work. Um, and now things are looking up. So, uh, but yeah, man, and, and I got, oh, God, career highlight got to be on break sec. I can't believe I forgot don't, that. Don't do that. No, <laughs> it's true. No. <laughs> don't kiss my – don't apple I mean, of course, you. Mr. Lynn wasn't there, and that was kind of a bummer. But, you know, Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, I oh. I remember what I was doing. You were making slide decks for uh, who slides anyway. Well, you and Mr. Yeah. Betcher wasn't there either. So it was, uh, it was um, uh, Danny and um, uh, Ms. Megan. Uh, Ms. Yes, Reed. Megan. I love her. Love her to death. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have to say making slide decks and not having them used at DEF CON was probably one of like the coolest things ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, oh, sorry. We can't use yours because... They're too offensive? They're too bad. Yeah. Oh, when we God. discovered there was a 10-year-old there, we're like... None of mine were applicable um, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen these slide decks and I cannot unsee however, them. <laughs> however, however, they were utilized at Lehigh Valley InfoSec. They oh really? Oh my god. At the little girl's them. birthday party? No no. Yeah. No no. There were no minors in attendance that day. Not that time. But no, they actually made me do one of yours, by the way. And oh it involved like the one with the sand coming out of the thing. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah they, ever. They 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 made me do another one after you had left, Danny. So yeah, it's. Uh. You're welcome. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, being being able to run our own DefCon contest and being able to work with Amanda and knowing my personal moral lines for once, I was like, wow. <laughs> 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 I set the bar really low. <laughs> and in her defense, I said, do do your worst. And holy God. She delivered. <laughs> I love you so much. Like, you made me question a lot of things about reality and like, my own moral compass and where I think the world is. Like, you made me think. <laughs> For any listeners that are really interested, I'll send you the slide decks. But no, Don't. I, I, take, I, take no, I take no, like, not safe for work, mental, not safe for kids. Yeah, me, yeah no, like yeah. mental health. They should be seen. <laughs> You're not even safe for pets. Oh, wow. No, my dog saw one that had a gaping appendage, and like she hasn't walked right since. <laughs> All right, then. <clears throat> she wouldn't even come to my office anymore. Huh. All right. Well, I, I think I was the last one to do any kind of hit or miss. Um, but so um, the. I think a big hit for, for at least the show, uh, the slack is just kind of uh, rocketed off to God yeah. knows where. I mean, it's gotten crazy. Uh, very active. Um, you know, I, I took it from like having 50 people on there and nobody was saying anything to, we've got over 900 people in our hallway con now, which is great. A lot of active people talking about all kinds of stuff. Uh, we started doing training this year. We did a we did a Python class with uh, Matt Domko. Uh, we did some web app sex stuff with uh, Miss Sunny Ware. Uh, we just finished up our intro to reverse engineering course with Tyler Hudak. Uh, that went really well. Um, 
uh, Patreon uh, it, it increased in leaps and bounds, and then we turned it off for a week, and then we turned it back on after the they came to their senses and didn't try to screw everybody out of that, which was really great. Um, <clears throat> let me see. We've had tons of great people on. We've had Adam Showstack. Um, you know, we actually did a deep dive with Preston Pierce, who's actually on our Slack now, for talking about recruiting and stuff, which I, I really liked. Uh, we've had Dave Kennedy on. I think Dave Kennedy's been on everybody's uh, podcast, uh, which was except for mine. Oh, well, no, I, I haven't had him yet either, Joe. Listen, oh. all all you have to do is mention it, and he'll be he'll be just jumping up and down and say, "Yes, I will be on yeah, your podcast." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did feel special for half a second until he showed up on Sysadmin. Oh. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, I I literally made a jab at Danny about having Dave on this show, and Dave wrote me and said, "I'll be on your show." Oh wow. So yeah, it's, it's not it's not hard to get. You're a poor Dave. I thought we had something special. Oh wow, Dave, oh. Dave, if you're listening, I'll talk about Mr. Robot if oh. you come on my podcast. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, Hornsby is welcome on my podcast. Oh, like Bruce Hornsby. And the, what uh, about the range? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, okay. Yeah. Anyway, which <clears throat> woman's Chris with it? Yeah. So, um, you know, I passed my GCIH, my 504, so I'm going to try to be a SANS instructor. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how well that's going to work out, but I have to do my murder board on on January 3rd. And you know, of course, the All thing right, you guys biggest... mentioned murder boards. What's a murder board? Okay, so uh, and, the same thing. Yeah, if you score high enough on your SANS exam, which I think is over an 85, and I scored an 85 on my 504, they invite you to come and become a mentor instructor and to make sure that you're not completely out in left field which from what i've heard they've had some issues with uh, instructors in their recent months and they've you know um they're they're always hungry for more instructors so what you do is you have to go through 10 slides or teach a concept or a topic and um you know it can be about nmap or it can be about incident response or or whatever and during the uh, murder board, from what I understood, uh, they, they ask you questions. It's like being in class, so you teach something. And if you're good enough, then they let you be a mentor, and you can teach classes in your local area, and then you kind of rise up the ranks of SANS if you Very want good. to. So the murder board is uh, basically I sit with folks like McDouglas and Brian Simon and, and those folks, and they, they are, are mean to you basically because they want to kind of gird your loins for the rigors of being a sans instructor. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, uh, so um, having been through the process, there there's three distinct students that show up. You yep. may not see all three students, but yep. uh, basically you have the one that's just going to be disruptive for the purpose of being disruptive. Yep. Um, you're going to have the one that knows more than you. Yep or that has like 7,000 questions for the purpose of um, their own edification. And basically they might ask you a legit question like, can you better explain how buffer overflow or SQL injection or whatever you're covering works? Uh, Can you, can you explain this concept? Or it might just be something, you know, completely in left field to see, to see how well you handle it like water on a duck's back. Yeah. And you know, that's, it, for anyone that's about to go through their murder board, that's the biggest thing I can emphasize is just, you know, when they come at you, it's like water on a duck's back. Let it roll uh, off. Well, mine would probably be like Daenerys's brother uh, when he passed away with the molten gold. So, yeah, that's probably how it's going to end up for me. Hey, 
yeah bueller spoiler alert spoiler alert. Uh, so yeah i mean about the only miss is i'm still working for the current company i'm working for so um you know yeah they they listen to the show i love you guys <laughs> <You're great. laughs> that's cold brian uh, <laughs> no you know it's just i've been doing the same job for three years and it would be nice to branch out a little bit so i'm trying to work on the more project management level stuff maybe try to dab my toe into a bit of security architecture uh, at my at my current job so i'm hoping that they will let me uh, do that because doing vulnerability management for 15 years kind of gets old after a while so i'd like to build on my career so but so let's change the subject ah um uh, I'm available to be a guest on podcast. Okay, Miss Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, chop liver? <laughs> no, you're all right. You're all right. Uh, so let me uh, let me ask a question. So there were some news stories. I, I know we we're not going to do any predictions because I never like doing predictions, but there were some real big news stories this year. And without getting political, um, what were some of the big news stories that came out that, that struck anybody uh, this year with regards to security or privacy or GRC related items? There's one just came out today. That I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a real quiet year. That. <laughs> there's there's one came out today and I've never even heard of this thing. It's uh, yeah. infosecurity-magazine.com of the the headline. I don't know how much fun it is, but every single American household exposed in massive leak. Oh. It was a uh, the the up uh, blah, 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 uh, a data repository from a company called Alterx. Oh uh, yeah, I read some about that. Yeah that partners with Experian just had Ugh. a cloud leak. Okay. You could say it was raining data. Oh, that was the one with the S3 <laughs> buckets, right? <laughs> um, that's funny. Well, okay. So that's, it's that's like one from a bucket. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's one thing we've heard about a lot of uh, S3 buckets seem to be the, one of the bigger breach issues this year. Right. I mean, it's like, permissions on S3 buckets or, you know, um, oh yeah, they had all this data inside these S3 buckets and people made off with them. Why are S3 buckets the, the new hotness with people storing things in them and why can't we seem to secure them? Is it a lack of knowledge on uh, our, our security people or is our, our security people not even getting involved with that, you think? I mean, so in my experience, the S3 buckets are pretty, I think by default, they're actually locked down, but mm -hmm. In order to get anyone, in order to give anybody access to the files you're putting in there, I think a lot of people just make them read-only accessible to the world, uh -huh. and that's where you end up with these these issues. Um, it's really easy to do that. It does give you a warning when you do so. At least it does now. I don't know if it did in the past. No, that um, was the, that was the biggest problem. Is is when you opened it up beforehand, there was no warning. It was just like, oh, you yeah. want to give it to the world? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Because they assume you know what you're doing? <laughs> they assume that if you're changing permissions on your S3 bucket, you know what you're doing. Why would they think that? Let me tell you something. I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with my skill sets, right? But I recently moved my website from like Google domains over to, or for like from Git over to, to AWS. Nothing has made me felt dumber in a very long time. I'm trying to configure the goddamn buckets. I can completely see how they leak like a sieve. Because I was like, oh, fuck it, fuck it, this, fuck it, that. Okay, fine. And for all I know, somebody's using it to serve porn right now. Oh, yeah. 
I hope they are. Is yeah. that one of those same sites that Amanda showed her kids? Oh my goodness. I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> a, a little paper. It's a, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a Twitter conversation. Oh, okay. Um, so to piggyback about the, uh, the S3 buckets, I think, you know, the underlying issue with this, I would think is probably related to uh, the lack of communication between security and DevOps. And the fact mm -hmm. that DevOps wants to think they know everything. We like to think we know everything. We don't like to listen to each other. And the fact that the collaborative relationship's just not there. Right. I, yeah. and, but we do know everything. Sorry. It feels similar to the dumpster fire that is the Internet of Things that it's the rush them to market. Really? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because cloud is, is the hot buzzword in all the, you know, the, the C-suites. And so it's in order for the companies to profit off of that, they need to act quickly. So they're probably rushing things through that right. aren't quite 100% secure. And uh, just, you know, that's okay. Well, you know, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> well, yeah, so I mean, the DevOps is right. It fails forward, but um, you know, when you don't realize that you're failing until it's, you know, the horse is already out of the barn, then, you know, now you've got to drop everything and fix it. Yeah, I mean, this, this has really been a problem. I mean, as all of you, I'm sure are aware in it for the past heck five years or so, ever since mm -hmm. cloud became a became a buzzword, you've got, People who don't understand what they're asking for coming to your operations folks saying, you know, the SkyMall magazine told me that the cloud is where to go. So we need to get into the cloud. Get us into the cloud. It's cheaper. It's faster. We don't have right. to run a data center anymore. And then because you've got corporate level folks leaning on you, you just have to get it done because they expect it to be done. Um, half the time, they don't even know why they want it. They just want it because it's in the magazines. Well, it's trendy. Um, and it, 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 yeah. it promises yeah. so much, but, you know, it's the, it's the stuff on the back end that you don't see that, you know, you actually have to have people knowledgeable in it. It's just not, it's not another data center. Well, can, I, can I share a story of what I used to do a lot in the law firms? I, did, I worked with attorneys for 10 years. We would get these, you know, impossible requests and I would pick up the phone and I would say, hi, I'm calling to manage your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dan, you had something? No, I was just, didn't SkyMall go out of business? Shouldn't that tell us a whole lot? Oh. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't fly much. For all I know, I use terms that are completely foreign to anybody. Yeah, I, I just wanted to point out that I really dated you using it, and I, I wanted that on the record for posterity. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Thanks. Uh, it's kind of like the, uh, the incident response plan I was reviewing earlier in the year that uh, made no mention of USB drives but talked about floppies. Floppies <laughs> <laughs> are dangerous. They're a real threat. Don't joke. Floppies are dangerous. I fill <laughs> those things out all the time. And, you know, you can tell by which industry you're dealing with if they get it or not. Because it's like, uh, you know, obviously they've been engaged or engaging our salespeople. And then they send us a questionnaire. And I'm like, okay, look, we have a questionnaire that answers all the questions about our technology. They're like, no, 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 we want you to do ours. Okay, how do I get to it? Well, you have to have this GRC login and we have to give it to you. And there's only about 8 million questions on there asking about whether or not it'll support our Windows 98 installations. And we're like, oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? And between banks, and healthcare, they're the ones that the questionnaires obviously are from like written on stone tablets from Mount Sinai or something asking questions about, you know, is your VAX work, you know, 
mainframes you know, compliant with some ISO standard. I did get that on a questionnaire once. And I'm like, yeah. And then you fill it out to the best of your ability and they still want to call with you because they don't understand exactly how everything works. And they think that I'm going to be able to tell them the answers. Um, it's, it's obvious that there are companies out there that either don't want to be on the cloud and are now engaging customers who are in the cloud and, it, and they're either afraid of it or they don't understand it and they want to have some kind of assurances that their, their stuff's going to be safe, which I, I guess is a good thing. But, it's somebody sorry? else's computer. No, it's always been somebody else's computer. It's just you're moving the idea of the data center into uh, yet another building. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, we want to go to the data center and look at it. I'm like, uh, we, we don't even go to the AWS data centers. Uh, we, Half we of AWS doesn't go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or or what, about, what about when you've got someone like the caliber of Walmart that comes in and says, oh, are you on Amazon? Yeah, they're a competitor of ours. Get off that yeah. cloud. Right. 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 Um, well, you just have to tell them pack sand at that point because it's not like you can just up and move your, your whole cloud installation in many cases. So. Right. I think I a lot of this stuff with the cloud... Um, we, we always heard the story about the CISO, or I'm sorry, the CEO of the golf course with the other CEO and the other CEO has a CISO and it's like, Hey, I just hired a CISO. What's that? Uh, that's just, uh, they're supposed to do security stuff. Okay, cool. Where do I get one? Hey, you just hire one. And you know, companies bring it on a security team or a CISO just because their friends at other companies are doing it. I think, right. uh, we're starting to see that bleed over with the cloud. Right. I'm starting to think that I should be a CISO because do you know how many lunches those people get? Right, I know. <laughs> yeah, but you have to lunches. you have to dress fancy and be in an office and stuff. Yeah, but it's steak. Eh. Who the hell cares? I'll put a tie on for some for some lobster. That's fine. Eh. No, people eat like yeah. kings. The, well, you just have you, you don't even have to be a Caesar. You just have to convince someone that you're um, that you're a decision maker. I, here's a trick. I'll tell you. Social from one social engineer to another on your LinkedIn. Ch change your title from security evangelist at Squirrel to director of security evangelism. Nice. Your inbox will blow up. Nice. Chief evangelist. And if it works. And if it works. I will stick to my pretzels and pajamas. You know, if it the, works, Danny, you owe me a pedestrian. The, the only problem I've got with a lot of CISOs. I think there's legs to this. You, you should do it. You should definitely do that though. But, and you know, you're also going to have to become kind of the marketing arm of your own company at that. For a lot of CISOs, it's, you're pretty much just the chief marketing officer uh, assistant uh, at many I'm, companies. I'm very snugly in bed with our marketing department. Oh yeah. Oh really? How does that make you feel? <laughs> How does it make them feel? Warm and fuzzy, honestly. I mean, it's not a bad place to be. Are you, you're like, Two men in a one-man sleeping bag. Is that is that I how it all? <laughs> <laughs> well, back, back to the cloud for a sec. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Um, I, want I, I got t-shirts. Let's rerail I, uh, that train. <laughs> I, I gave an introduction to infosec talk uh, for librarians in October. I give a lot of these these talks because I just as a side note, I have a way of presenting the material that how it immediately applies to the library world since I came from that world. So right. I do a lot of these talks and I try to, you know, spread the, the word. I don't like the E word, but yes, I try to Sherpa-tize the uh, library world with, in, with security. But um, at the end of my talk, one of the first questions was from someone saying, well, can these cloud providers see your data? 
And I was fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, HypoWeb, uh, he came to see my talk and, and he was in the room with me and I was like, well, yeah, they, you know, they may need it. And I was giving examples of like, well, you know, they may scan it for, you know, for vulnerabilities or things like that. But yeah, they have access to your data. And this just blew her mind. And I finally just said, I'm like, well, what's in your contract? And it was kind of like, she was like furiously scribbling notes of like, oh, I need to look at this contract to know like what access this cloud provider has to our data. And I was like, yeah, like, why don't you start there and, and do that? And I mean, I'm not, not in any condescending way, but I was, I was like, yeah, like, you know, you do have, you know, you're entering into a contract with them. And I just could see the look in her eyes of having that realization. So kind of hearkening back to people not really knowing what they're, they're getting into. So yeah. uh, I was, I was glad that I was there for her <laughs> and brought up this question because she, was writing these notes down furiously and said that she was going to go right back to, you know, her library and, and check the, the contract. And yeah, I, said, so, oh, I, I said, good. And then make, you know, make decisions accordingly and know, know what's going on. In my experience, it's sorry, go ahead, Danny. Reading is really time consuming. It's especially for librarians, right? So, I mean, in, in my experience, it's been sort of the opposite. Um, I work in higher ed and like six, eight years ago, there was this like vast, this mass exodus from on-prem hosted email, for example, to uh, Google Apps for Education, right? right. And, right. and we're one of the holdouts. We're still running our own mail. We're still running our own local file services, all that stuff. And I've talked to other folks that are in my position at other institutions and I mean they they don't care that Google can see their data they don't even like they whether they know it or not it wasn't even a concern it was I hate running email I'm gonna let Google do it for me well there or I hate running my file servers I'm gonna let Google do it for me and you know whatever they do with the data I don't care Um. Right. Well, they'll, they'll care when their hard work, all the research that they do is, yeah. uh, is stolen and, and used. Yeah, then they'll care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so, I mean, the, the, the downside is I, I bang that drum, you know, like, hey, people can see your data. Oh, well, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care until someone comes along that does care. And then it's like, well, why, why are you putting our data in the cloud? Well, we told you. <laughs> I, yeah. I tried to tell you, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, there's just a lot of coming, and you know, the whole thing with uh, the GDPR stuff over in Europe is just oh. killing a bunch of people too. Oh, I, yeah, I asked that room of people um, if they even knew what I meant when I said GDPR, and not a single person. Right. Yeah, everybody's like, what? Like, okay, like, so your homework you know, is to, I want you to, to you know, after my session, I want you to look that up and see how it applies to your institution because it might. So, so Ms. Tracy, when you, when you say librarians, you mean like, uh, you're not meaning like the librarians I'm thinking of in like elementary schools and stuff. You're thinking like what law libraries or university librarians, like, like the big yeah, Um, well, it, it depends on who I'm talking to. I mean, since I come from the law firm library world, uh, a lot of those groups ask me to do talks. So yeah, right. you're talking about more your academic corporate law firm government, okay. um, you know, yeah, not so much the school uh, librarians, but I mean, they still need it. Um, but just a lot of them, they're, the, 
the conference world in librarianship is very segmented. So, uh, but yeah, for the, not, not necessarily public or school librarians, mm -hmm. um, but I'm happy to talk to them as well. It's just that the circles that I'm known in from library world aren't, don't necessarily touch those, but I, I oh, did actually have a, but I did have a one-on-one -on -one with the librarian at my local public library. Cause I saw that, yeah. that she was running a class about, uh, you know, about InfoSec and, you know, I just saw the description that was written about the, the class and I was like, oh, I mean, no. again, not that I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not a, wise and veteran but i know enough that i was like hey um hey this is what i do for a living and i used to be a librarian can i can i give you a hand with this and so what we wound up doing was i just sat with her for two, like two hours one night after work and i just went over stuff and um you know again any opportunity and i'm always banging this drum is public libraries are vulnerable and some of them have already been compromised and they don't have the money they don't have the staff so right. i'm begging infosec professionals just to go and volunteer time and you know i had two hours of just fun talking to this woman you know giving her tips giving her you know things to ask the it department that handles the library like just you know here here are some buzzwords i'm not even buzzwords but here's some vocabulary words that you should know uh and ask and then you know then ask your it department about it yeah do, do librarians have cons like we have? Like, I'd be so down for, like, a, a really weird library con. Um, well, we don't They're call it quiet. No, no, actually, there's, um, well, okay, so funny story. Every, okay, stop. That is not, do you know how loud quiet librarians con. are? Do you know how loud I am? Quiet con. No. Start, start their own con with blackjack and hookers. I'm sorry, you're going to have to snort your cocaine at an inside voice level. There's a... So instead of having a lockpick village, they have a shushing village? Right, right, all right. right. All right, y'all are working my last nerve right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I can talk. They're all in a big conference room, and it's like all real quiet. Tumbler pins, and if you He's shush at different levels, then they are all Brian, 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 say her last name again. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, shut up, everyone. Anyway. The, 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 opening, the, opening, the opening keynote is everybody sitting in a room being quiet, and all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> and then we know Brian's there. Fire alarm goes off. Oh my god! You're all horrible people. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> um, we don't call them comms; they're conferences. And true story: professionals. When I when I got started to get into infosec, people were warning me about how much drinking goes on at infosec cons. And I'm like, that's, you've that's clearly, you've clearly have never been to a librarian conference oh, um, where I've been to librarian conferences where we have like literally like drank the bar out of alcohol. So, so derby con um, is what you're saying. That sounds yeah. like derby con. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's there, like, there's really big ones. So like, there's like the RSA equivalent that has, you know, like, you know, 20,000 people or something like that. Um, the one that I went to most maybe had um, like maybe like 5,000 and 
because there's so many specialties, there's also very, there's smaller ones. So it's, very, it's kind of similar to InfoSec. There's a couple big ones and then you have smaller ones because there's so many different specialties and, and things like that. And I have spoken at a lot of them. So for, so for those big ones, like, is it like RSA where you have like the hottest new vendor in microfiche or something like that? That is still a thing. Is, I but, can um, I'll, I'll, yeah. Asking, like, you know, you'll actually like, yeah, the American Library Association, ALA, they, they have a huge conference and their exhibit hall is gigantic. Like I went to the, the last time I went to their conference was just to go to the exhibit hall because you get all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, they'll literally have like library furniture vendors and you like sit in hmm. the chairs and stuff. Yeah. Because if you're a public sense. librarian, you need to shop for furniture. Now that didn't apply to my world as a law firm librarian, but um, yeah, there'll be a lot of publishers there, you know, and authors. And I, yeah, I got all kinds of cool stuff. Very cool. They yeah, have student chapters. Apparently in Quebec, they have an ALA student chapter. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was involved with SLA, which kind of messes with my mind now because it's <laughs> it's Special Libraries Association, not Service Level Agreement. Yeah. So every time I see SLA and I'm like, what? World's colliding. I'm like, oh, calm down. Service Level Agreement. Okay. Oh, <laughs> dude. So Bill Nye's going to be at the one in uh, Denver in February. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, I hear he's a science guy. Yes. Oh, well. That's what the TV told oh. me when I was a kid. I've seen not some great, with, great keynotes. Not to be confused with John Nye, who is the InfoSec guy. Oh, and he's also on Denver. So. Very exactly. cool. Um, so taking uh, your mention of SLA for a moment, um, I shared a couple of links to the chat. It's TOSDR.org. Uh, basically, terms of service didn't read just like tldr mm. and i shared a link to the google review <clears throat> and uh, i don't have the isc squared ccsp but i was studying for it for a while until i was pulled to do something else um and you know if you start reading that one of the first things you're going to pick up is read your contract read your sla all the above um I, I didn't see that, Danny. I'll have to take another look here in a second. Danny's trying to show us his 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 flair, his personal flair. On the internet, oh. nobody knows you're not a CISP. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, nice. So, um, but uh, where I was going with it was that uh, if you want to take a look at like the license agreement for a specific service piece of software or something you're using, you can actually go to this website and it gives a scorecards for it. I actually heard yeah. about it on Michael Basil's uh, podcast. There's a lot of them on here. I mean, you know, uh, rapid share, Dropbox, Netflix, WordPress, Twitter, everybody. And they, they give you a thumbs up, a thumbs down or like not applicable. So it, it looks very interesting. Yeah. Wow. And it, it's in, it's in like, you know, normal people terms so you can understand. So. Yeah, it's not in legalese. It puts it in ways that I can understand, Nam. Small words. This is a great share. Thank you, Joe. I'm going That's to fantastic. share this. That's fantastic. Yeah. So cool. I like the number of thumbs down that Google has in there. Yeah. Terms yeah. of service here. Uh, <laughs> TwitPick is, uh, is pretty bad, too. So, yeah. Speaking of shares, uh, <laughs> I don't know where else we're going to go with the conversation, but has anybody. Nowhere. We're not going anywhere. What's that? We're not going anywhere with this conversation. Okay, cool. Well, then I'm just going to derail the shit out of this end. Um, <laughs> Have fun. When it, when it comes to uh, tribal knowledge uh, sharing, which I hold at a premium, 
has anybody over the course of the year uh, discovered uh, particular Twitter accounts, people in the industry that you're like, holy shit, I'm happy I follow all these people? Um, anything like that? Like, I, I made a bunch of lists uh, about two months ago that got put out from Squirrel about just people I follow. And I was like, nobody's going to care about this. And it was like one of their highest people. Like, people ate that shit up. So anybody discovered anybody this year? Uh, accounts, uh, you know groups, companies, whatever that you found particularly useful? Uh, for me, it's not really so much Twitter, but uh, I found, you know, people have retweeted somebody's blog. I have added probably 20 or 30 good blogs to my, my Feedly uh, the past year with just, you know, regular information. Um, one I post to um, our, our Slack quite a bit. Let me see. I think I posted one today. Um the hell is that called y'all i'll come back come back to me i'll find it i've got it in my uh, my blogs here but yeah i've got like 10 of them i did just tweet out a link of a blog post i did of the top uh 50 women shaping information security nice awesome <clears throat> cool you should uh, click on the link no <laughs> 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 do you do you get paid per click? Is that what? No, that's what it is. That's that's what it is. It smells like smells like fishing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can, you, can you implant a payload so I can use it in a canteen? It's just Blogspot. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. Well, Should we go oh, look up the terms of service for Blogspot? Please do. Oh, that's a good idea. Eject, eject, goose, eject. Oh man, somebody got yarn. And, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find the link on your feed. And, Amanda, and I'm seeing all your hacker Santa retweets. Yeah. And somebody got yarn. I haven't got my present yet. I'm very sorry. Me either. That's all right. That was another good thing that I did this year was hacker Santa. That was I love so much for That's that. awesome stuff. Third year. I I I did it last year with you too, and it was it was awesome. JC just got me the best present <laughs> in the world. Uh said that for anybody who doesn't know, um um I forgot. I was talking to like, like uh, sexual Philly or whatever, and he had mentioned like where there's a where there's a, a, a where there's a board a board hacker there's a way or something like that, and then like yeah. the planet. And I was like, I need that as a sticker. And JC was like, Okay, well that's what you're getting as a T-shirt. And then it was late, and I was like, Oh, I'm never getting it. And then he refused. He told Amanda to not tell to tell me that it was him, and he waited until DefCon. To be like, oh, that was, that was me, bro. It was the longest troll I've had pulled on. It was all from, from Hacker Santa. Yeah, he's uh, pretty great. Yeah. That's awesome. Mine got delivered to my dude, but he's not responding to me on Twitter. I hope he liked it. Yeah, I actually uh, reached out to the to the guy who was my, I think he runs 614Con. Um, and uh, I wanted to make sure he actually got the stuff from Adafruit. Uh, yeah. You know, some of the infosec people that I'm sure were hacker Santas don't advertise their likes or, you know, keep them, yeah. keep them. And it gets a little rough. So, I mean, you kind of have to shoot in the dark. I think not me. my opsec sucks and I don't care. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. I, but there's a lot say, of, that's... I, I, I got a handful of people that you would email me and say, Hey, did this person like say what they liked or anything because they yeah. have nothing on Twitter and I don't know what Figure their real out, name dude. is because I didn't require anybody to actually give their real name, but they yeah. had to give like a deliverable address. Um, right. And it was, it was interesting because some people had really, really good OPSEC. 
Now, I, I hope somebody was lucky enough to get Joe as their secret Santa because that guy can find out anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually about to say I didn't participate in Secret Santa solely because uh, I'm so uptight about my OPSEC. Uh, what a what a wasted opportunity, man! You could have really scared the shit out of your Packers fan. Like, hey, man, I saw this is where you go get breakfast every morning, so I got you a gift card. By the way, oh, nice drink. <laughs> or better yet, just show up and like buy them breakfast in person. There you, there you go. go. That would be kind of creepy. That uh, would be. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be pretty creepy. I'm, I might. Yeah. I might. I might go as far as to get a, a PO box in a distant land and uh, sign up next year. Oh my God! Listen, you have to, man. It's pretty fun. fun. It's so much fun, and I'm so happy that that Amanda does that. Like, I met, dude. You just do so much for us and just the community as a whole. And you're so charming, and you're so goddamn funny. Like, I just, I love you to death. You're just saying that because of my tweet yesterday. (laughs) No, I don't pay attention. (laughs) I just know that I like you. I like you. Like, checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Well, thanks. Can you tweet something nice about me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Should I go look? No, of course not. My ego is needs a good stroke. <laughs> oh, no, but you are lovely, and the Hacker Santa is fun. Everybody should do it. It is a lot of fun. I oh. had uh, 185 people this year. Dang. Huh? Yeah. Dang. Uh, in like 18 countries. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So ne- next year you need to get a mailing list, and I'll help you do some fishing so that we can get some inside into yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe so. you just put something on the survey as, "Hey, something I might like to have," and then you know. And, <laughs> and so what I don't hey, grant access is, to cookies. Uh, yeah. Is when when people when people because I warned everybody like don't fuck it up because I don't I want to keep doing it right. Yeah. Like, no uh, no severed heads, huh? Yeah, like no, at least deliver some deliver your let. Like it's it not be a separate head. Just do something. It can be a separate <laughs> head. It just has to be something. <laughs> and last year we only had two people that didn't, but then another person stepped up and re- like filled one of those. So uh, are those people banned then from? Future? Oh yeah, yeah. They're not allowed to do anything again. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. But they Soon give me their, their they give me their home address. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what stupid hacker is going to give me their home address and then fuck and it up? Joe shows up with a muffin. Yeah, like, listen, <laughs> you better <laughs> send me their info. I'll be their secret Santa. Oh, I will my. take something off your porch. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is say, "Look, I will give Joe Gray your name." Yeah. Do you, Do you want that? Do you want that? <laughs> I, I had I had contemplated just putting in there that if you don't deliver on a gift or you know tell me so I can like make other provisions, I'm just gonna tweet out your address. <laughs> <laughs> Not if they're in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, good. My 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 API scraper will pick that up. Good. Right. <laughs> By the way, uh, pro tip for anybody who is uh, doing this and has trouble finding something. Um, just because you're, just because you're Mark, I mean, you're, 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 you're gifty, uh, has their stuff locked down. Doesn't mean their family stuff is locked down. That's how, that's oh, how boy. I found out a lot. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's hit that rabbit hole for a moment. With, <laughs> help, <laughs> with help from my buddy, uh, I forget what he has his Twitter name as. It's like at, at ninja something, uh, Joe, um, He's like my, 
he, he's a dude who always sent me for rally sec. Oh, <laughs> and wow. yeah. So like he did a whole, like a whole docs on me just for shits and giggles for our OSINT podcast. And we were chatting and I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in secret standing. He was like, what's their name? I was like, here you go. And he, <laughs> he came back <laughs> with all of this stuff. By the way, uh, uh, John from B-Sides Pittsburgh, uh, I, I didn't mean to freak you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I told you. Because, well, I sent him a message going, hey, man, by the way, um, the gift I got you, I couldn't get a note with it, but it was me, and I hope you got it, blah, blah, blah. By the way, congratulations on your kid. Uh, <laughs> and like nice underwear, right you know, nice PJs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, nice PJs. So, but when I read the message back after I said it, I was like, oh, I can see how that could be misconstrued. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. It, it sounded more charming in my head. <laughs> I too like single malt IPA as well. Yeah. And those satin sheets look awesome. <laughs> it's just just to throw a reference to DerbyCon, it's all about the craft beer. That's how you build rapport with people. You talk about craft beer. And then when you're in the booth, you do this number. Nice. Just to make it sound real. And I've got a trick up my sleeve for DEF CON, but I'm not gonna say what it is. Tell me so I can beat you, bitch. No. <laughs> in in, told, in a metaphorical sense, not the I, I've I've told two people and uh basically I know enough on them to where they'll never say it. They'll never peep. Um but actually to go back to your point, uh I was looking forward to competing with you at, at Derby. But uh either way, um Speaking of that, though, um, just to echo, the amount of crap I found on my target for DerbyCon based on what their family was sharing was unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> Between that and the guy who posted pictures of his badge on Facebook I'm, publicly. I'm convinced my family will be the death of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when somebody gets it up their ass to actually go after me, I'm pretty solid on my social media accounts. Uh, my like uh, they're going to be the ones that get me killed <laughs> yeah i think hey, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to show you a, a <clears throat> trick here um my mom used to post pictures of me to her social media all the time but i've learned that if you do this right here into the camera they won't post it <laughs> <laughs> that's that's solid advice right there <laughs> and, so, and he broke his obsec to show us yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, and like you know, you're on the camera, right? <laughs> well, I can't, I can't say, you know, I do this and not show you. I mean, well, there, there are words for that action. You can use your words. Use your big <laughs> voice. It was more dramatic by turning on the camera. He proved a point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, here, we're an audio podcast, so they'll just have to, you know, imagine what he did. If, yeah, right. If I was worried about opsec, I mean, here's the thing, right? I'm on Iron Geek site. I've been on YouTube. I'm on YouTube for stuff. I was on, I mean, Security Weekly. My OPSEC is pretty much blown uh, in terms of what I look like. Uh, so, I mean, it's, I had it's never a, actually seen a picture of you until, uh, uh, <coughs> until you went on, uh, on Security Weekly. Uh, your Twitter handle icons is you. I, I'm a so, registered voter in Ohio, so my address is online. Oh, right. I so saw him. There. At my first DerbyCon, I saw Joe at my first DerbyCon. I met him last year, and I didn't recognize him. He had changed so much, uh, for the better, of course. But, um, yeah, I was like, he sounds familiar. 
damn, I know that face. And I'm not, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I was like, Oh, it's Joe. Okay. And he, yeah, he looks fantastic. He started doing uh, uh what Brazilian jujitsu or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm on a hiatus right now as part of my uh, Kirby experiment. Yeah. Um, I, I find it very counterproductive to eat like crap and then go do jujitsu because and work out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So after Christmas, I'm going to solidify the diet, go back on paleo and then, uh, get back to the jujitsu. Um, that actually leads me into uh, one of the projects I'm working on for 2018. It's actually called the hackers jujitsu network. And basically for anyone who's listening that does jujitsu, what we're going to try to do is schedule a time at uh, gyms near conferences like DerbyCon, besides Knoxville. I mean, Vegas, throw a rock and you're going to hit a jujitsu gym, but various places to where we have a designated time and place for everyone at the conference to go and train and get a role in uh, to further build camaraderie. Not just for dude bros, but everybody's involved, invited, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, jujitsu is a very co-ed sport. Like if you're, if you're a female, you may end up rolling with a male if you're comfortable with it, or you may just roll with other females. Uh, it just depends on your I'm, comfort level. I'm, it's a very practical. <laughs> it, I mean, from a from the perspective of self defense, it's a very um, practical sport. Um, By the way, there's no perspective. And at the, other, there's no striking. at the other end there's of the no, spectrum, I like to have gin and tonic meetups at every con. So yeah, I like that. At uh, we did uh, Con Blackhead yeah. every year. There, there is actually a meetup that's run by like Beaker and uh, Jeremiah Grossman, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a, yep. it's a big hacker uh, jujitsu role. Uh, either same thing at uh, uh, same thing at Infiltrate in Miami. Dave, uh, Dave, I tell. Yeah, he's a uh, he's also a black belt like uh, Jeremiah Grossman is. So uh, just so that I'm clear, so you can roll your own jujitsu, but not your crypto. Correct. Okay, got it. And and, and in both scenarios, uh, it's all about the implementation, as we learned this year with uh, the crack vulnerability in Wi-Fi. Right. Right. Oh, that's right. Now back to the everything's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is broken. (laughs) Okay. We're having some fun until you remind us of reality. So, Danny, you said everything's broken. So let's not talk about what's broken. Let's talk about stuff that's gotten better. I think that would be harder, right? Because we normally look at the negative anything? infosec. Is there anything that's gotten better? I mean, things continue to get patched. <laughs> the only thing that's better, that has, except if you're Experian. <laughs> the Apple only facts. thing that that's better is with within our own ranks. I've I've seen uh, more people speaking up and speaking out about. You have something to say. Share your knowledge. Don't be afraid about writing a CFP. Don't be afraid about getting out there. I've seen more and more people hop on that. So if that's what starts the tide rolling in the actual industry and for companies, if we can keep, if we can translate how much we value our own internal tribal knowledge share to our clients somehow, there's promise there. Uh, but as far as actual good stuff, no, there's I can't. There's none. I mean, if I if I may chime in for a moment, um, no. At, at least four of us on the show speak rather frequently. I I know I'm speaking for myself in this, but I I assume that I'm somewhat speaking for the other three of you. Um, 
if, if you have a question about a CFP and, or you want someone to take a look at it, I mean, I just sent my abstract, one of my upcoming abstracts to Danny uh, for a review. Um, and I've been talking to Tracy about it as well. It's one of those things, if you need to bounce ideas off of us, hey, do it. I mean, if you want some advice, Not do me. it. I don't care about any of your stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you're, you don't care. You're an uninterested third party. That's <laughs> oh, right. That sounds but, much better. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say caution with some people, make sure that you verify they're not on the CFP panel of the con you're going to submit it to. So you don't compromise the integrity. Right. So, okay. I don't, I don't talk at cons, not because I don't want to it's i don't feel like i have anything to contribute that i don't already do on a weekly basis that well that, that's a that's bad logic well i mean i technically give a talk every week right but not everybody sees you and it might be a different crowd like don't think like that i, I know but i have i'm not interesting i don't i don't put out you know application you know, that's nice and you should put out more it, 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 you don't be the, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a piece of wisdom that someone gave me. They, they told me this in regards to applying for jobs. I use it in the same context of applying for cons. If, if you self-assess yourself and say, I'm not qualified, you're absolutely correct. Go ahead and submit and let someone else make the decision as to whether you're qualified or not. The well, that's I don't want trust. people to tell me I suck. So, <laughs> well, they don't, they're polite about it. They say, Hey, you, know, you had a talk talk, but it wasn't selected. And I mean, we decided to go in another direction, you know, (laughs) right. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) we, we decided to go with the guy from Graham or, uh, it was between you and John strand. So you got asked out. Well, I, I agree with Danny that I feel like that is flawed logic, but I mean, it boils down to, is it something that you even want to do? Do you want to give a talk and all these other things are impeding you? Yeah. And, and, you know, just to piggyback with that as well. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of career progression this year. I spoke between 15 and 25 times. I don't know the exact count. Uh, there were a couple of months I did three plus and I mean, it did wonders for my career because, you know, the working as a consultant, um, other like companies that were looking for people, they would hear me on this. Like we had a client last year that, they were fans of the defensive security podcast. They heard me chime in and say, Oh, I just got a job at such and such. Well, they ended up signing to, for us to work with them. Um, it gets you more comfortable talking to customers. It demonstrates thought leadership. Uh, there's a lot of things that come from it. I mean, speaking's not for everyone, but as long as, you know, my key thing that I tell people, be passionate about what you're talking about and be somewhat authoritative. I mean, if you, if you find a topic that you want to learn about, submit a good CFP. And if you get accepted now, you have to learn it or you're going to look like an idiot. Sure. I mean, okay. So last year I had something I was going to submit, but after doing even basic rudimentary research on it, I found that it had been done about a major talk at DEF CON or Black Hat like every three years. And I was like, why I'm not doing anything that hasn't been done like four times before. So I just abandoned it. I didn't even bother doing it anymore. I actually threw away the device I had. I was going to, to use it on. Um, but so I, I mean, I guess I guess I'm going to have to to figure out something to to put out there. But um, yeah, I, I, I just oh. think that lots of people offer their own because uh, you have your own different background and your own different way of explaining things and um, different viewpoints on things. You know, just 
you could be talking, I, I mean, yeah, a lot of things have been done over and over again, but each person has their own little twist to it or something else that might resonate with somebody new or, or you know, somebody that may have done research on the topic that, hey, they didn't think of that, you yeah. know, unique yeah. viewpoint on it. Yeah, you know, Brian, can that. I, oh, I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean no, to cut you off yeah, Brian, I mean, I, I spoke at Recon Village at, at DEF CON this year, and I, you know, went into that, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm in this room full of <laughs> all these like super great people. What do, what do I have to say that they don't already know? Well, it turns out that there were things that they didn't know. I had uh, somebody come up to me afterwards, and I'm blanking on who the, the person is, but it's probably for the best since I didn't clear it with them to mention their name, but someone who's very well known for OSINT and this person said to me I learned you know one thing like just it was said in a nicer way I'm realizing now that sounded kind of rude that I said it but um I, when they said it to me it was very positive because I think I made the self you know the self-deprecating comment of like oh I'm sure you didn't you know you were bored or something like that and I was like no I, there was something you pointed out that I didn't know and I came away from this learning one new thing and that thing is really great so yeah, I mean, again, let let the the the, uh, the proposal board decide. And Amanda's right. I mean, you add your own, uh, you know, you you salt your own CFP. You're going to add your own unique thing to it, and uh, you know, it, it it'll resonate with someone. You'll <laughs> you know, even if what for somebody learns one thing from it, that's something that they didn't know before. So, mm. if it is something that you want to do go for it. I mean, I was, I already gave, I gave talks even before I had an InfoSec job. And, you know, I, I gave those research talks and people kept coming up to me afterwards saying how much they learned and they didn't know stuff. And, you know, and as Amanda mentioned earlier, it leads to other things. All right. these talks that I've given, and, you know, now I get to go to South Africa because I've, I have this track record of giving, giving talks and things like that. Okay. And yeah. So two, two quick Two quick points that come to mind. One is even if you're covering ground that someone else has already covered, you may be the one that covers it in such a way that someone else that didn't understand the previous work gets, mm -hmm. right? So you may cover it a different way. You may do it at a different level or maybe you're just more approachable than the last person or whatever. And uh, you made a comment before about dropping or you writing tools or whatever. Um, I go to conferences not to find out about the latest tool drops. I go there to find out how to defend my systems because that's what I got to do all day long. And I'd rather hear defensive talks about, you know, how I protected myself against the bad guys or the red team that I hired or whatever than hear about the latest version of Mimi Cats. Okay. Yeah. And, and just to hit one more thing on that, it could be the anecdotes you use. It could be the memes you use. It could just be, you know, your approachability. Memes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it just depends on how you convey it. Um, I mean, you might not be the person for that topic, but you could be that person for someone else. So just the anecdotes alone could do it. Okay. Well, I hope, uh, you know, if I don't submit anything, then somebody else will be listening to this and go, yeah. Sounds like it can be done. So, yeah. I hope um, you do, Nick, because that, that velvety voice of yours just... You know. <laughs> yeah, okay, calm, calm yourself now. I <laughs> <laughs> just got something all over the webcam. And I, he I, looks so sincere, too. As long as there's prolines <laughs> involved. 
oh, yes, it's, it's pralines. It's with a cat. It's probably. <laughs> it's probably. Actually, yeah. it's, it's glazed peanut, pecans, but it's not the same thing. So, yeah. Is it pecans or pecans? It's a pecan. Pecan, yeah. A pecan, like is, pecan is something you keep underneath the bed if you can't make it to the toilet. Hey, oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> thank I you. I'll be here all week. I apologize for when Georgia who call it pecan or you know so. It, it's a pecking. 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 Well, Joe, Joe's actually in the, you're in the Atlanta area, so you you should be able to tell us. Well, I, I used to be in the Atlanta area. Now I'm in Appalachia. I'm in East Tennessee now. So oh, um, I'm, I'm speaking with a native accent right now. But um, they do say pecans, if I recall correctly. But oh, yeah. I like to I like to annoy them and be like, hey, I want some butter pecking ice cream. Oh, my God. And they're like, <laughs> what? What's a pecking? <laughs> <I'm boy>. Butter <laughs> pecking. You are the wrong, you are the wrong ambassador for uh, yeah, Eastern Tennessee. So, <laughs> all right. So a lot of people are fading here. They're turning into pumpkins because it's almost midnight for some. Ooh, Get off my lawn. So uh, I think we'll, we'll probably Matt start. Matlock. At... Yeah, Matlock is over. Matlock is <laughs> over. <laughs> Matlock, I was, I was going to, you're giving them more credit than they're due. I was going to say Wheel of Fortune just went off. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeopardy just went off for me. It's only seven. It's only eight o'clock here, so uh, in in, in uh, the Pacific Northwest. So I'm going to start at the bottom, uh, in, relative to me. So uh, Joe, tell people uh, where they would be able to get to listen to your show if uh, they're they're looking for you. Uh, I'm on all the fine podcasting platforms. Uh, the title is Advanced Persistent Security. Uh, you can find it on the website, advancedpersistentsecurity.net, all one word. Um, I'm on Twitter at C underscore three P Joe. Um, you can also find me on peer list, uh, something really quick that we're launching next year. It's a mentorship program, uh, from a technical perspective. So basically you can learn hardening, monitoring, pen test, incident response, all the above on what we're calling the range. The project is called through the hacking glass. It is official, uh, through peer list. So P E E R L Y S T.com. Uh, I'm also on there. So uh, look forward to that next year. Uh, we're, we're working up with uh, five different levels right now uh, and working on getting it off the ground. Uh, Very cool. All right. Yeah. Um, and my phone number is 8675309. You choose. The area. <laughs> All right. Eight, six, seven, five, it doesn't matter the area. Code. Just, just pick any. I, I, ha I have the, uh, that number for every single area code. Oh, wow. Boy, you are. You are diligent in your in your study. Indeed. So, so uh, John, please tell people how they'd get a hold of you. I'm going this uh, way, so, John. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, people can find me on Twitter. I'm at John's Not Here. Uh, the podcast, Purple Squad Security. You can go to purplesquadsec.com, and you can find links to all the major things if you can't find it on the usual podcast catchers, as they the, the youngins call it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Cool. Uh, Danny? Yeah, so uh, anybody who might follow me knows I'm an absolute Twitter whore. So it's uh, at... Yes. Uh, I just, I love it so much. It's like my life. But, uh, the shit poster of the gods. No, that's Tony. <laughs> that's I, Tony. I'll, I'll Tony never reach his level, poster. man. He's, just, he's, my, he's my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, when it comes to my shit posting spirit animal um, um, uh, at D A K A C K I because when I made my Twitter I wasn't elite enough to have a cool handle. Um, uh, not either, dude. 
<laughs> and uh, as far as the podcast, you can get us at Rally Security, uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Rally Security, youtube.com slash Rally Security. We are live every Tuesday at 7. And uh, oh. by all means, please, 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 uh, if you are having issues this holiday season, they do tend to ramp up. Uh, it's at, at it's infosanity.org, at infosanity.org, and we have a Slack channel, um, for, and it's, it's proved helpful for a lot of people. So if yep. you're having a, having a tough time, uh, above all else, uh, besides everything else that I'm doing, um, just check out Infosanity. If you want an invite, DM me or DM the Infosanity org account, uh, and we'll shoot you an invite right over. We don't have open invites because we don't want, you know, bots and trolls and shit, but uh, we're there and it's just people that are listening. Uh, no professional therapist, but we listen to each other. So, uh, right. Infosanity org. Okay. Miss Tracy? Uh, I can be reached on the Twitters at Infosec Sherpa. And I'm also available for bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> but yes, I am, I am on the Twitters frequently. So please hit me up at Infosec Sherpa. Right on. All right, Nate? Uh, you can find me at Gangrif, G-A-N-G-R-I-F. It's not that cool. It's an old D&D handle. <laughs> and uh, the podcast is at Iron Sisabin. Uh, we also stream via YouTube. We go, we go the, the, the live route when we record. So every other Monday night um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, you can find us on YouTube. Um, cool. Ironsisabin.com. Very nice. That's context one then DEFCON 610, sorry. DEFCON 610. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, last but not least, Ms. Ms. Berlin. I thought you were last. I will be last. Oh, okay. I am, I'm least. So. All right. Uh, you can find me at InfoSister, I-N-F-O-S-Y-S-T-I-R, on Twitter. And we have our awesome BreakSec Slack channel. And I don't know the link. You just have to ask on Twitter yeah. or something. It changes. It's, it's so it awesome. It changes randomly. I don't know. Yeah, but it's really active and it's great. And we do things yeah. and stuff. Cool. By the way, so, John, John's really funny right now because he's gotten darker and darker throughout this I know. Office. I was just going to say that. He's just getting darker. Yep. He started yeah. out just sort of a silhouette. Now go. it's just like black. With the outline of a headset. Embrace your hate. Oh, wow. Wow. Or or you can come visit me in Ohio. Okay. Because my address is online. That is true. Um, Nobody does. So um, uh, last and uh, definitely uh, do not... uh, (laughs) uh, The the podcast I do, BreakSec, uh, is Labor of Love. Awesome. Um, Mr. Betcher uh, sadly could not join us tonight. Uh, he's having he was having dinner at the time. He eats very late, um, and I I couldn't do the podcast without him and Ms. Berlin, of course, who uh, joined us uh, at the beginning of last year. Um, we are uh, at Breaksec on Twitter. B r a k e s e c. Yes, it is spelled B r a k e s e c, and it is the Breaking Down Security Podcast because my last name is Break. Why'd you spell it wrong? Uh-huh. <laughs> when I was picking out names, it was either a, a drift in the security sea or break sec. And I was like, well, I should probably use my last name because it can be actually used for something finally. So um, other than giving it to my wife. Uh, so yes, uh, we are on Slack, a very active Slack. Um, if you are interested in, you know, all kinds of things, reverse engineering, uh, defear, 
pen testing. We have a book club. We're doing a CTF club, uh, you know, that's going to start back up in a couple of weeks with, in conjunction with our book club, doing the Metasploitable VM. Um, you know, we're doing some training after the first of the year. Miss Berlin's going to do her cyber killing the cyber chain, cyber something, somethings uh, after the first of the year. Uh, we also have a gentleman who runs by the name of MS Admin uh, MS Administrator. He talked at uh, DerbyCon about lateral movement in your environment, so he's going to do some classes hopefully for us uh, about that. Uh, yeah, so you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Brian Brake. I too do not. I'm not cool enough to have my own cool hacker handle. So it's B-R-Y-A-N-B-R-A-K-E. Uh, Mr. Betcher, you can find him uh, at Betcher Pwned, B-O-E-T-T-C-H-E-R-P-W-N-E-D. Uh, he also does uh, LogMD, which is a nice application that can be used to help uh, lock down your uh, Windows logging configurations and help uh, detect malware. Him and I, hear I hear they're a great podcast sponsor. Uh, well, let's hope so. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, if uh, – go ahead, Danny. No, I would just like uh, – before we close out, I, I, I want to reiterate um, how awesome it has – one of the highlights of my year has been getting uh, to know BreakSec, to know you, to be on your show. And anybody who's watching this right now, uh, make no mistake, Brian's uh, Brian is the best of us. Uh, even in our – even in our private conversations with, uh, with with him and I, I've actually come to him with a few different things, and and we bounce ideas and stuff like that. And I just find you to be a lovely human being, uh, and you do so much good with BreakSec. Everybody here with all the, with all their podcasts except for ours, we don't fucking do anything. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, just me, Tony, and Ben, and Oscar, and Bats just yelling at each other and our guests. Um, I don't. You are, I don't do anything. I'm serious. You know. You are. Shut up. <laughs> you are trying like a little bitch over here. Stop talking. You're, you're you're a genuine you're a genuine fucking human, and I appreciate you and your show, and I'm happy to call you a friend. So I, I want that, that on record. And yeah, don't our, that either. One of our one of our best shows was probably uh, you and Miss uh, Miss Megan coming on talking. Shaw, about. it's it's all about you. No, Megan. I it it was don't definitely top it. five for us this year. It was definitely something that needs to be talked about. And um, you know, mental illness does run a lot in the infosec community and depression and and you know, we need to talk about that and make it more. So I'm glad we uh, we we talked about that. Don't so. take the focus off of you, sir. Um, <laughs> up, sir. Um, so anyway, I'm done now. We need to get out. Um, I love you. Uh, before we go, one last thing I want to, I want to say, uh, to, to Andrew, our friend over at defensive security that, uh, our condolences, uh, for the loss of, uh, your family member. And, um, you know, just remember we're all there for you, sir. So, um, for breaking down security, uh, iron, iron, oh shit. Iron sys admin. Sys admin. <laughs> it's um, not that complicated. Rally sec. <laughs> uh you know purple snack <laughs> podcast and every, i'm gonna screw everybody up i'm sorry so uh, everybody it's Danny's uh, fault. yeah it's Danny's <laughs> fault. so have a have a great holiday have a great uh, rest of your year um please listen to some podcasts in 2018 and um uh, have a great uh, rest of your year and we'll uh, talk to y'all again soon bye bye yeah thanks Cheerio. for having me see us cheerio all right